A female billionaire has almost been erased from history. Zhao Wei is perhaps the most famous actress in China, but she's nowhere to be found on the Chinese internet. The government is probably behind it, but no one knows why. Zhao Wei is an accomplished pop singer, director, and businesswoman, and she's one of the richest Chinese nationals at that. But her name cannot be seen anywhere in her home country today. No one in China can find any of her appearances on chat shows. Searches for her name come up empty. Even the online credits of her movies have been scrubbed. And if you dare talk about it on social media in China, well, you'll be censored too. Now, Zhao and her husband have fled to France, a place where her name cannot be erased from the history books. Fame will always fade. We ourselves may even be scrubbed from history and forgotten. But God's word lasts forever. Welcome to Haven Today here on Friday. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're wrapping up a two-week-long series called Hiding God's Word. It was breathed out by the Holy Spirit. It will not return void. It contains the very thoughts of God about who he is and how we can know him and how we should live life. His words cut through to our hearts with truth, and they point us to Jesus, who is the way, the truth, and the life. Explained this way, I think we can all see how important God's word is for every Christian. Well, in these minutes together, we're going to think about the importance of God's holy word and how an ancient king of Israel, Jehoiakim, ignored it. It's a real tragedy, but it points us to Jesus. So please stay with me today. Recently, I was speaking with Aaron House from Piercing Word Ministries. We've been offering he and his wife's book called Warriors of the Word. I asked Aaron to share a story with us about someone who felt they couldn't memorize scripture, but were able to do it thanks to the help of his book that he's written. When we came out with this book and was first published, The Warriors of the Word, The Bible Memorization Battle Guide for Winning Spiritual Victories, we published it and we, we uh, were selling it at our table for the very first time earlier this year. And this this mature woman came up to he speak so with me. so kind. And she, uh, I said, would you like a copy of our book? And uh, she said, Oh, I'm too old to memorize, which which is something I've heard for years and years and years and years. Yes. And I said, well, it's really funny. I, actually, on this page in this book right here, we talk about that exact excuse as to why, why people don't memorize. And there's a story. And I told her about Ellie, who was 95 years old, and she memorized Psalm 91. And she was half blind and half deaf. And I said, if Ellie can do it, you can do it. And she said, I need one of these books. <laughs> and so she bought the book. And she... And she's like, give me, you know, bookmark that page. And then, I, and then she she went home and she was so inspired. She memorized Psalm one eighteen, and she began to cling to these she verses. She didn't just take in a little psalm. No, then, no, did she, she she went for Psalm one eighteen, and yeah. it's, it's it's one of my favorite psalms too. And she said shortly thereafter she had this she underwent this intense foot surgery, and was was quoting 
the passages that she had memorized from Psalm 118 as she went through this painful rehab and these difficult situations that she had encountered, and she was able to use the Word of God as, mm. as a rock and as a sword and as a shield to get her through these, these tough times. And she said, thank you for giving me the gift of God's Word. That's Aaron House, who wrote a book with his wife, Emily, called Warriors of the Word, the Bible Memorization Battle Guide for Winning Spiritual Victories. Imagine the joy you can find when you start to more treasure God's Word in your own heart, like the woman that Aaron just told us about. I'd like to send you a copy of this book for your gift to the ministry. Our number to call after the program is 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN or head over to our website at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And while you're there, you can check out the video we shot with Aaron, where he gives us three simple steps to memorizing Scripture. And when you make contact with us, let us know if you'd like to get extra copies to share with your family or friends. It is a great way to challenge yourself and others to hide God's Word in your hearts. Well, now let's get started. A group that I haven't heard on this program in quite a while, but I really like their music, the Booth Brothers on Haven Today. Some will say it's foolish, some that it's absurd, but still we choose to build our lives upon God's holy word. We know it's always perfect. We trust it in all things, it's holy and it's right, so whatever this life brings, we stand on what is timeless, we stand on what is true, we stand upon a shame no matter what the world may do. Trust is every word, resist 
Well, that was Stand, a well-known song if you follow the Booth Brothers. This is Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris, a program called Hiding God's Word. I recently heard a story about an old pastor. He'd been at his church for decades, faithfully preaching the Word and loving his people day in and day out. No scandals, no siphoning funds from the church's deacon's fund or inappropriate relationships with a woman or the kids of the church. He was simply a good pastor, and he had a tradition. Every week as his sermon came to a close, he would repeat this line from Isaiah 48. The grass withers, the flower fades, but the word of the Lord stands forever. Every week he would end every sermon with this line and then move on. No explanations, or what we sometimes lovingly refer to as the second sermon, when a pastor decides to take an extra 15 minutes to share something that's on his heart. None of that. Just repeating the line, praying, and closing the service. Why did he do that? Well, there was a child who had grown up in that church. He had heard this pastor repeat that phrase without explanation every Sunday, without fail. And one Sunday, he decided timidly to approach his pastor and ask him. He said, why do you repeat the grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord lasts forever every single Sunday? The pastor looked at this young lad and said, that's why. This boy had memorized Isaiah 48, not by going out of his way to do so, but because he heard it repeated so many times, it had become a part of him. And that's the point. Scripture memorization isn't just about having a laundry list that you can recite on demand and be proud of in front of others. It's much more than that. It's about having the Word become a part of you driving it deeply into your heart so it's always there, constantly reminding you of the Lord and His great love for you. Now that's our prayer, that more and more would become more deeply devoted to Christ as we become people of the book. Wherever we go, John 6 tells us, Christ has the words of eternal life. But there's a danger here. There's a danger of going through life thinking you have no need of the Lord and no need of his word. We've met people like that. We've all thought or acted like that at one point or another. And it's dangerous thinking. Adam and Eve, in the very beginning, decided they knew better than the Lord, right? They disregarded his word in the end, and they ate the fruit of that tree. But years later... The people of Israel were suffering terribly under the oppressive regime of Pharaoh and the Egyptians. They were crying out to the Lord, and the Lord heard them and moved to save them. But as Moses was speaking to Pharaoh and telling him, Yahweh says to let my people go, Pharaoh simply responded, Who? Why should I listen to him? Pharaoh eventually learned why, as he and his army were crushed at the Red Sea and defeated once and for all. Utter disregard for the word is a dangerous game. And I'm reminded of the story in Jeremiah 36. Jehoiakim was king. He was the son of Josiah, 
the great reformer of Judah in his day. Big shoes to fill. Even though Josiah did a lot of good, the people kept heading astray, neglecting the Lord, disregarding his word. So the Lord did what he so often did back then. He sent a prophet, Jeremiah, a prophet who grew up on the outskirts of Jerusalem, the son of a priest. He was familiar with the religious system. He knew how serious it was to neglect the word, especially on a day like Yom Kippur, which is coming up in just a couple of weeks. The Lord gave Jeremiah the words for Jehoiakim. Perhaps, the Lord says, when Judah and Jehoiakim hear about the disasters that are coming, they will repent of their sin and I will forgive them. But that's not what happened. Jehoiakim had gotten to a point that he would only tolerate good prophecies. If a prophet stood in his presence and delivered an oracle of judgment, that prophet might end up paying the price, even with his life. But this didn't scare Jeremiah or Baruch, Jeremiah's scribe. Jeremiah took the word from the Lord, and Baruch he wrote it on a scroll and stood before the king to deliver it. And then Jehoiakim did what Pharaoh would have done. He cut the scroll up. He even burned it. Utter disregard for the word. A flagrant offense before the Lord. Jeremiah thirty-six twenty-four tells us exactly what was going on. The king and all his attendants who heard all these words showed no fear. Nor did they tear their clothes. There was no repentance, no humility, just arrogance in the face of prophetic judgment. Now, back to today, we're not kings of Judah or Israel, but this same posture can be found in each one of us, can't it? When we hear something from the Bible that challenges us, we want to ignore it. When we're called out and feel convicted of our sin, our first impulse is to fight back instead of humbling ourselves in repentance. Jehoiakim had the kingdom stripped from him. He was killed, and his son reigned in his place. Jeremiah telling us that his son also ignored the word. We all have people that are looking to us for guidance, for examples of how to be faithful in our world today. And there is a real danger for us if we disregard the word like Jehoiakim did, like Pharaoh did, like our first parents, Adam and Eve, did. But it's not all doom and gloom. I'm here today to tell you there's hope. The Lord is gracious and kind, and he's slow to anger, and he's abounding in steadfast love. Yes, there is a danger of neglecting his word and leading ourselves into ruin. But the Lord has graciously come to save us anyways. We look to Christ, the eternal word of the Lord, who became flesh and lived life and suffered death in our place for our sin, always attending to the word, never ignoring his heavenly father, and dying for all the times we do. We have his word, the good news of the gospel, and it's the word that can change our hearts as we turn to it and hear it day by day. 
The grass may wither and the flowers may fade, but the word of the Lord lasts forever. Why don't you join me in prayer right now? Lord, it's a Labor Day weekend for so many of us, at least in North America. It's time when some of us rest, and some of us don't even have to go to work on next Monday. But Lord, there's something we need to work at, and it's really something that we can do if we depend on you and call on you. And that's hide your word in our hearts. Lord, there are all these promises all the way through Scripture, how the word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path always. Lord, throughout Scripture, the idea keeps ringing true that we need to know your holy word. We need to pray it back to you. We need to meditate on it in our own hearts. We need it to become alive and something we treasure every day. Lord, I know Aaron House's book that he and Emily wrote will help people to do that. But Lord, we need some spiritual vitality. We need a spiritual fire burning within us. May your spirit speak to us and prompt us to hide your word in our hearts. So I pray this right now for the sake of the kingdom, for the sake of our souls. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm finding myself at a loss for words. And the funny thing is, it's okay. The last thing I need is to be heard. But to hear what you would say, word of God speak, would you pour down like rain, washing my eyes to see your majesty, to be still and know that you're in this place, please let me stay. In the midst of you Beyond the music Beyond the noise All that I need Is to be with you And in the quiet Hear your voice Word of God speak Would you pour down like rain
God Speak, a beautiful song that came out, I don't know, maybe 20 years ago, sung for us by Mercy Me here on this Haven Today. Well, are you up for a challenge? Better yet, are you ready to be blessed by memorizing Scripture and hiding it in your heart? Early on in the program, we heard about a, quote, mature woman who had surgery And the scripture she hid in her heart was used by the Lord in her recovery. Well, now, I'd like you to hear from a young woman who was an intern with Aaron House and his Piercing Word ministry. And I want you to hear how his challenge to her to memorize scripture was used by the Lord in her life. I think the biggest way that God has impacted me through scripture is a distinct moment in my life back in December. I was driving and I had a panic attack. Leading up to this course of events, Aaron had challenged me to memorize a gospel presentation as part of my internship project. And I had been struggling to memorize it and it was not easy for me. And I was driving, having this panic attack, and I remembered some advice that my mentor had given me to quote scripture to ward off the lies of the enemy and the anxious feelings that were going on inside my mind. And the only passage of scripture that came to my mind was the gospel presentation. So reluctantly, I began to quote it to myself. And it begins with, now I'd remind you, brothers, of the gospel. And it was really amazing for me in reminding myself of God's truth and reminding myself that Christ has died for my sin and I am no longer a slave to Satan and I no longer belong to him because Christ has set me free and he has set me free from these panic attacks and the anxiety that I feel. And... It was a really incredible moment for me because a lot of my battles have been mentally, and so it has been very helpful to have scripture memorized that can help equip me against the lies of the enemy. And whenever I got a panic attack or started to overthink or have a mental breakdown, I always told myself, I'm okay, I can do this, I can get through this, and I relied on my own strength. And so this year, especially having to memorize scripture through the Pearson Word internship, I have realized that I have to rely on God's strength. And it's only through quoting scripture have I actually found lasting peace. That doesn't make any sense. And only through memorizing and quoting scripture have I been able to have substantial peace that comes without an explanation. Victoria Glick, sharing how hiding God's word in her heart helped her out in a difficult time. I want you to be blessed by memorizing scripture like Victoria. And you can learn how by reading Aaron and Emily House's book. It's called Warriors of the Word, the Bible Memorization Battle Guide for Winning Spiritual Victories. It'll inspire you to memorize scripture. And I know you'll be blessed by reading it and putting into practice the methods, easy methods found in this book. We've heard from so many people who are excited about it. Tamara, who lives in Pennsylvania, I teach a public speaking class to homeschoolers where we memorize large passages of Scripture. I can't wait to read this book and get new ideas and also get excited about our next class. Well, for your gift to Haven Today, we'll send you a copy of the book right away. You just have to do your part, and that's call us. And our number is 800 6 5-4-28-36. And even on this Labor Day weekend, we're still answering the phones 24-7, 800-65-HAVEN. And if you want to send extra copies of this book to someone you love or get multiple copies for, a, say, a Bible study, just let us know how many you'd like and 
and make a generous gift and we'll get them out the door to you ASAP. You can also give on our website and that address is haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And when you do visit our website, take a listen to our Great Stories podcast, where we've just posted the extended interview with Aaron House. This young Christian man will bless you as he helps you hide God's Word in your heart. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again next time? When again, we'll share together the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. In this life, there is a time for fasting and a time for feasting. Jesus knew that. It's why his first miracle was providing an abundance of wine in the city of Cana at a wedding. The arrival of the Messiah was a time to feast, to celebrate. But this celebration has roots in an ancient promise. Isaiah 25, 6 envisions the days of Christ when the Lord Almighty will prepare a feast of rich food for all peoples, a banquet of well-aged wine. Christ provided that banquet at that wedding, but we continue in faith as we wait for the heavenly banquet when he returns. On that day, no wine runs out, and his amazing grace will flow forevermore. Spend more time with Jesus with Anchor Devotional. Visit GetAnchor.com.